the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm 1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. 20 years of intelligent talk. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Firefighters have officially ended their search for bodies now in the debris of that collapsed Surfside condo building. Miami-Dade County Mayor Daniela Levine-Cava said she wanted to make sure she thanked all the first responders. You have shown the world what superheroes look like. And at least 97 people were killed in that collapse. They've been looking through that debris now for about a month for any uh, human remains, and that search is now over. Out west, wildfires show big stories. Drought of wind-driven places have become more dangerous across the American West. Tamarack Fire Incident Command of PIO, Mike DePrize says, continued hot, dry conditions aren't helping. Fuels are at record or near record levels of dryness. The lack of moisture means everything is ready. Everything is explosive. The biggest wildfire in the country continues to burn in southern Oregon. This is SRN News. Hey, it's Mike Gallagher. AM 1280 The Patriot is one of the great radio stations in America. I'm proud and thankful to be broadcasting on this station because 1280 The Patriot is composed of truly terrific people. Whenever I visit the Twin Cities, it's an added bonus to meet the people at this great station. You're cute, guys. We make a great team. Thanks for sticking with us through the last 20. Here's to 20 more. AM 1280 The Patriot. Just after 1 o'clock here at AM 1280 The Patriot, my name is Brian. For the weather today, it's going to be a high of 92 and mostly sunny. We're seeing some last-minute gifts roll in, and it's already clear we've been blessing our community. On behalf of AM 1280 The Patriot and the Salvation Army, thank you. The 2021 Here to Help campaign supported by Jaritown Medical. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, as always, shot in the dark.info. This is February, 20 years running as one of the Twin Cities leading, well, non-leading blogs. Among the, among the also-rans that survived uh, the blogging era of the uh, early 2000s, mid-2000s, up till about 2010 or so. I'm one of the, well, middle tier of the ones that actually kept going at it here. Obviously, the top tier, the likes of Powerline and, and Ed Morrissey and, and, and those. But yeah, I just soldier away because I don't know what I would do if I didn't wake up at 5 a.m. and write pretty much five days a week, along with my 
uh, occasional call bloggers, Mr. D and the First Ringer, who have been contributing some mighty impressive stuff this past uh, few weeks here. By the way, uh, Mr. D had a great piece yesterday on uh, drinking from the poison chalice, a Wisconsinite's view of the Milwaukee Bucks winning an NBA championship at a point where people really don't care about the NBA all that much, if you think about it all that hard. Uh, worth a read every day, if only for my, my co-writers, who, uh, again, uh, Mr. D brings a, a focus on sports that I just can't do. And uh, First Ringer has been carrying on some of the historical writing that I have been diverted from in recent weeks, although or recent years, actually. But we'll be coming back to it at some point. Let's see. Oh, my gosh, yes. We are, uh, we're doing a show here today from 1 to 3, as we do every week, along with my colleagues, King Banyan, every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 on our sister, sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Jack Tomzak coming up today, 3 o'clock. That's right, the newest member of the Narn, following on right here with the best lead-in in Twin Cities weekend radio, Ergo. Twin Cities Radio, and of course, Brad Carlson coming up tomorrow with the closer edition of the Northern Alliance, 1 to 3 here on AM 12A, The Patriot. We're going to have to come up with a snappy name for Tom Zach's show here. Huh, that might be a contest. Speaking of contests, we may have to have one uh, in coming uh, in the next week or two for uh, the Salvation Army's Down with the Challenge challenge. Uh, Let me explain. If you weren't listening to AM 1280 and FM 107.5 on Thursday afternoon, I was on the air with Lee Michaels live from the Salvation Army's uh, Noble Avenue Service Center up in Brooklyn Park. I had a great time meeting with a bunch of the movers and shakers of the Salvation Army, doing a telethon with them as they raised funds to address the titanic tsunami of need they've had this past year. And by the way, that's only going to get worse in coming weeks here as the rent uh, eviction moratoriums start to uh, get pulled off. Uh, There's an estimate estimate of tens of thousands of people in Minnesota who will be needing help keeping up with their rent payments here after a year where, in many cases, their incomes have been arbitrarily and unconscionably destroyed uh, for over the long term by government action, arbitrary, capricious, and as luck would have it, unscientific government action. Anyway, if you can pony up, go to am12athepatriot.com and you can uh, get in on helping out with their uh, with their fund drive to, well, basically get ready for the tsunami of need that's coming. By the way, the uh, other event coming up here, Down With The Challenge, involves paying for the opportunity to repel down the side of the Mall of America. And in fact, there may be a bit of a uh, challenge going on to see if we can get some members of the Salem Twin Cities staff in on that. A little bit of fundraising. I've suggested perhaps a, a competitive fundraiser. Whichever episode of the NARN, myself, Jack, Brad, or even King Banyan's episode, gets the most fundraising in its name, uh, the host of the show would have the option of of obsolete, I guess the European term, uh, rappelling down the side of the Mall of America. And I'd do it if we wound up doing the challenge, which we'll see what happens here. At any rate, that's all coming up. Point being, if you can donate to the Salvation Army, a charity that I have wholeheartedly endorsed for a variety of reasons since long before even I started this show 18 years ago, almost 18 years ago, uh, please do. I, I, It's one of the things I look forward to doing every year, donating 
to and helping with the Salvation Army every way I possibly can. I urge you to do the same. More on that later on in the show here. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also join me on hashtag NarnShow on any social medium that matters, Twitter, Gab, uh, MeWe, or uh, Parler. All four of them, the hashtag Narn Show, will get you to the proceedings here today. If you got a question, comment, anything at all, join me on that hashtag on any of those social media. I'm also uh, streaming live on the Northern Alliance Facebook fan page, Northern Alliance Radio Network fa- fa- uh, fa- uh, face fan page on Facebook. I see a number of you are watching right now. Hey, yo, give me a shout out in the comments section. All right, with all those bona fides set here, let's get into the show, shall we? Uh, so, uh, years ago, I've I've spoken in the past many times about Berg's seventh law of progressive project- projection. Like all of the Berg's laws, they started out as satirical, uh, satirical uh, Oscar Wilde-like quips about cracking wise, basically about people's behavior, especially as regards politics. And and that's the way they were all intended. And yet, every last one of the Berg's laws has turned out to be an ironclad predictor of human behavior, especially as regards, again, politics. The law reads as follows. When a progressive issues a group defamation or assault on conservatives' ethics, character, humanity, or respect for liberty or the truth, they are, at best, projecting and, at worst, drawing attention away from their own misdeeds. This is the big kahuna of the Berg's Laws. There are 22 of them in existence, plus all manner of of uh, corollaries and other observations related to them. It could actually become a book at some point here, honestly. I'm, I've thought about it in the past uh, because it needs to be done, frankly. Uh, the, the, the link between satire and reality when observing progressives is not nearly uh, explored enough, although... The Babylon Bee has done a fine job of pushing those boundaries. I'm, I'm here to help. I've been doing Berg's Law since long before there was a Babylon Bee, and I stumbled into the notion that satire could, in fact, be the highest form of journalism in a modern, absurd world. Because, really, honestly, when life is is too uh, is too uh, is this absurd, it's hard to actually do satire because. Frequently, satire is ahead of the news, as the Babylon Bee and I have discovered. Anyway, uh, when a progressive issues a group defamation or assault on conservatives' ethics, character, humanity, or respect for liberty or the truth, they are at best projecting, and at worst, drawing attention away from their own misdeeds. And of all the laws I've written, all 20-some of them, this is the big kahuna, the one that at least on its face, explains all progressive behavior. Not so much as a strategy as it is sort of a nationwide inability to engage dissent from their narrative with anything but what we've come to call projection and gaslighting these days. And in the years that Berg's Seventh Law has existed, I've compiled hundreds of germane examples. But this past week, we saw a number. Uh, How big of a number? I think enough to actually get a solid hour's worth of radio out of, to wit. I shall, I shall elaborate. What is, and I, as we go through this heat wave right now, this is what makes this exceptionally timely. As the heat wave continues here in the Northern Plains and the drought builds, 
first of all, you would think, especially when listening to urban progressives who basically anyone who lives where nobody knows what a harrow weeder is. And if you don't know what a harrow weeder is, I'm going to suspect you are a metro Minnesotan who's never spent a time around a farm. If you know what a harrow weeder is, H-A-R-R-O-W space weeder, conventional spelling. If you know what a harrow weeder is, you know what the business end of a farm looks like. You know where food comes from. You know what goes into making them. And you know something, most likely, of the rhythm of the weather. Some years are really good. You get all the rain you need. Some years you get too much rain. You get washed out. Other years, you have a drought. The heat rises, the humidity drops, the clouds pass overhead without dropping a single thing for some weeks or months on end. And it happens. It's happened since time immemorial. Droughts are recorded in the Bible. Droughts are recorded in human history going back further than the Bible. Droughts are recorded throughout human history as one of the frequently cataclysmic events that change civilizations uh, from the inside out and from the outside in. Droughts are miserable, miserable things, as Anyone who owns a lawn, much less a farm, in Minnesota knows these days. And by the way, you think you got it bad here? I was out in the Dakotas of Montana two weeks ago, and boy, it is a drought. Not Dust Bowl level, not even the worst drought since the Dust Bowl in the Dakotas or Minnesota. In fact, uh, the the drought and the heat isn't as bad yet as it was in uh, 2018. And 1998 is still the, the kicker. Uh, since I've been in Minnesota. But droughts tend to follow a cycle. Droughts tend to follow a cycle that that goes in in cycles of seven years, and then multiple seven-year cycles go together to form a larger cycle of those cycles. Really, when I was living in North Dakota among, you know, people who know what a harrow weeder is, the, the, the drought cycle tended to be around 21 years. Over the course of 21 years, you'd have some ups, you'd have some downs, you'd have some very wet years where North Dakota looks like Ireland from a distance, and you have very dry years where it looks like Abu Dhabi. I mean the sandy parts, not the coastal parts of Abu Dhabi. Perhaps Saudi Arabia is a better uh, example. Anyway, brown. Brown and crunchy. So... uh, and, and of course, here in the metro, uh, we 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 the, the the c word climate change has been brought up as an explanation for it all, as if no droughts ever happened before the notion of climate change existed. Uh, it even gets people to say when you say, "Well, okay, drought cycles." And by the way, forests in Canada have been burning since time immemorial. Uh, they say, "What? What do you deny climate change?" To which my response has been, "A." Climate's been changing ever since the Earth formed, but let's just say hypothetically that that I accept everything about the notion of man-made climate change at face value. And and by the way, accepting theories is not scientific, but whatever. For sake of argument, let's just say I, I believe everything about the notion of anthropogenic climate change, that mankind causes climate change as opposed to cycles in the Earth's climate. What makes you think that turning the keys of the world's, or really the Western world's economies, over to people who work for nonprofits and for government organizations that don't know how to 
I don't know, get a new driver's license system put together is the answer. The other answer I have is ripped straight from the headlines of Berg's Law, and we'll come back to that. 651-289-4488, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Are you ready for a life-fulfilling getaway where you can join renowned Bible teachers, best-selling authors, and award-winning worship artists in breathtaking locations? Sail the Sea of Galilee, gaze at the majesty of towering Alaska glaciers, or bask in the warmth of the Caribbean sun. Christian travel is the best way to see God's creation, and Inspiration Cruises and Tours will provide unforgettable moments just for you. For more information, visit inspirationcruises.com or call 800-247-1899. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No No wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Are you the principal or leader of a Christian or Catholic school? Would you like to fill the empty seats in your classrooms for no cash out of pocket? TwinCitiesTuitions.com would like to team up with you on our tuition program for first-year students. You'll be part of a marketing campaign to raise awareness about your school and gain new students for next year and beyond. Again, at no cash investment for your school. Get details by logging on to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. AM 1280 The Patriot. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget, Thursday evening... From 4 to 6 p.m., we'll be diving into a topic that many don't want us to discuss, and we're going to discuss it. 
We're going to be talking about the CRT report card. That's the Critical Race Theory report card. We're bringing in a team of experts to discuss critical race theory. No, do compare us. Compare us to anyone else in the Twin Cities media. See if you can find a better uh, explanation of CRT and what to do about it when we come back. Or... Yeah, I mean, put up or shut up. This is what we're talking about here. It's a CRT report. We're going to be talking with uh, Kendall Qualls, president of Take Charge Minnesota, and Rebecca Hagstrom, host of Education Minnesota, Educating Minnesota. Uh, Also, Katrina Wigfall, uh, who's a policy fellow at the Center of the American Experiment, and Alfreda Baldwin from Take Charge Minnesota. This intelligent conversation will be moderated by yours truly. It's going to be my absolute privilege to do this. By the way, I'm looking forward to this like you would not believe. We got a lot of great sponsors for the CRT report card. Alpha News and Education America, uh, Save the Classroom, Save the Country, uh, two of many sponsors we're proud to have on board with this show. This is going to be important. I hope you can bring some friends to tune in Thursday uh, from 4 to 6, replacing a little bit of uh, Sebastian Gorka and Larry Elder, on uh, Thursday afternoon, very much worth it. Two-hour discussion with some people who, uh, on a subject you you need to hear, uh, especially on behalf of your kids, maybe even your grandkids. It's going to be an important show, and I'm I could not. I always say the worst day on the air is better than the best day off the air. It's kind of a joke, a quip, a wisecrack, but with uh, material like this to talk about. It's not really uh, false either. It's not entirely a joke. Anyway, before the break, we were talking about Berg's seventh law, to wit, when a progressive issues a group defamation or assault on conservatives' ethics, character, humanity, or respect for liberty of the truth, they are at best projecting and at worst drawing attention away from their own misdeeds. Now, this is particularly uh, something to think about when you hear people talking about the uh, about. The, the drought, the heat wave that's currently going on and say, well, this is all climate change. All you Republicans want to kill people. Uh, what do you do? I, the, the one that sets me off. I mean, you could almost call it a trigger warning when they say, do you deny climate change? Climate change? It's like no, denying or its opposite, having faith in something, accepting something on faith is something you do for a religious belief, not science. Science is not a religious belief. Science is not something you accept or deny as you do, say, the resurrection of Christ. You, it's something that is, involves relentless questioning of the things you were told. And, and yes, it helps if you're reasonable and informed in your question, because some of the anti-climate change gospel that's out there is just as ignorant as some of the uh, droogs of the pro-climate change uh, orthodoxy, really the Wahhabi changists that are out there. But I I respond two things. First of all, I mean, my response whenever someone says, well, do you deny climate change? Look at what's going on around us. I say, okay, let's accept what you said. First of all, how is the uh, best response to a climate that is changing for whatever reason to give the keys to the world economy over to the kind of people who can't make a driver's license system work, who can't run a DMV, who who botched our health care system terribly, who made health care in rural Minnesota harder to get, who have been botching from the word go the response to the coronavirus pandemic on both sides, by the way, Republican and Democrat. 
These are the people you want to put in charge of the economy that feeds this entire planet? Really? But put that aside for a moment here. Second question is that that you should ask anyone who says, do you deny climate change science? Is this. Tell you what, bucko. I will take climate change seriously, the notion of man-made climate change seriously, as something that I have to alter my lifestyle over dramatically when the people who are telling me that it's something where I need to change my lifestyle dramatically change their lifestyles dramatically. Or to put it as as the great Professor Glenn Reynolds puts it, I, I will take climate change seriously when the people who are telling me to take it seriously start taking it seriously. I bring that up because... Uh, there is a uh, this past week, uh, past week or so, as the uh, as the Davos Climate Change Summit uh, took place, a record number of private jets flew into the, the summit. And this happens, by the way, every single time there is a global summit anywhere in the world on climate change. The movers and shakers, in in some cases. Over a thousand of them come flying in to to the local airport, wherever it is. A few years ago, it was Jakarta, Indonesia, where where Leonardo DiCaprio, a famous climate expert uh, in his own right, flew literally halfway around the world to to participate in a private jet. To, To put it another way, Leonardo DiCaprio, along with hundreds, sometimes thousands, of other eminamentos literally blasted themselves halfway around the world on barrels and barrels of fuel oil. I mean, that's what private jet travel is. That's what all jet travel is, really. You're blasting yourself through the atmosphere on a, on a plume of jet fuel. And, and if you're in a regular airplane, it's you're you're splitting that that blast of jet fuel a few hundred ways among a few hundred passengers it's still not an efficient way to tra- travel although it's fast and if you're in a private jet well it's much faster and it's much more co- oh infinitely more comfortable but you can't really call it good for the environment and yet 1500 individual private planes wind up landing at these climate conferences and they did again at the, the most recent one and this brings up your Berg's seventh law reference because there have been studies. There's a Pew study that came out two or three years ago that showed that climate change skeptics, and by the way, that's a broad subject everywhere from people who say that it doesn't exist, that it's all made up, to people like, say, yours truly, me, who say that, okay, the climate's changing, but I'm skeptical about your proposed solution. Socialism will make things worse. Complete government control of the, well, I was going to say all the world's economies, but the Western world's economies will inevitably make things worse because that's what government does. The left, as Dennis Prager quite rightly says, destroys everything it touches, and the left is on the ascendant in the bureaucracies of all the world's governments, especially the governments and non-governmental organizations that big left wants to have taking over the management of the world's economy economy to respond to climate change. 
anyway, this the study showed that climate skeptics, climate change skeptics, have smaller carbon footprints person for person than climate change Wahhabists, zealots, fundamentalists. Why could that be? Well, it could be for a lot of reasons, but all of those reasons tie back to Berg's seventh law is universal and absolute. Let's go to the phones in St. Paul. Tom, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are on the air. Hello, Mitch. Uh, just uh, just up front here, I'm a meteorologist. Uh, I'm not a TV guy or anything. I work behind the scenes, been in the field for about 35 years. Um, I'm looking at currently right now the, uh, the, the time series from 1871 till current for the Minneapolis area for precipitation. Um, and if you uh, add a trend line to that uh, since 1871, uh, I mean, usually for climate periods, we go 30 years, but I got the whole series in front of me here. Okay. And from 1871 till current, uh, our average precipitation has actually been increasing, not decreasing. This year is an anomaly. Uh, we are just not getting the thunderstorms overhead. Uh, right. Parts of southern Minnesota aren't doing too bad, and we had a big old complex move across northwest Wisconsin last night. But anyways, um, we averaged about 26 and a half inches of precipitation annually back in 1871, the day the series began. And today we're just under 29 inches. So we have a long-term trend of, uh, of precipitation uh, amounts increasing. It looks like, you know, from about 1910 through the 1930s, there was a decrease. Then it's been upticking through the 50s, 60s, and 70s. And uh, had that 1988 drought that uh, was pretty severe around here. But even 1988, we had, our our annual precipitation in 1988 was still 19 inches. Yeah. uh, Which which is below, uh, you know, our current. Well below. And by the way, we're almost up to the break here, Tom. This is fascinating stuff. But uh, can can I keep you over after the break? I've got a question for you. Would you mind holding on for a couple minutes? I would love to. I'm just sitting here in my AC. So go ahead. I'll I'll be right right here. It's a a wonderful invention, is it not? Yeah. So let's put Tom on hold and we'll come back to him. because I've got a question for him since he is an actual meteorologist. You can join us, by the way, at 651-289-4488. My question for all climate change Wahhabists is why, let's, if we accept it all exactly as you say, why should we turn the world's economy over to, well, Keith Ellison? That's what it amounts to. We'll come back. Northern Alliance AM 1280, The Patriot. Are you tired of bouncing over your sunken apron into your garage, shoveling snow off an uneven driveway, or stubbing your toe on your uneven sidewalk? Hi, I'm John Lamore, owner of Expert Concrete Raising. We can fix your settled concrete with a more permanent solution than mud jacking. Expert Concrete Raising uses a high-density polyurethane foam. It doesn't deteriorate, shrink, or wash away over time. Get it done right the first time. For a free estimate, contact the second-generation concrete raising business at expertconcreteraising.com. That's expertconcreteraising.com. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal. 
And now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only $19.95 to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com. Call 800-500-8384. relieffactor.com. This is Al Malmberg. This coming Sunday morning on The World of Aviation, we'll visit with Jim Johns to talk about his lifelong effort in restoring old warbirds, but also to discuss the attack on Pearl Harbor. Jim spent 10 years in the National Archives researching his book, Reassessing Pearl Harbor. And did you know the Doolittle Raiders were somehow connected to the Twin Cities? We'll find out how this Sunday morning at 10.05, right after the top of the hour news, here on AM 1280, The Patriot. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, we're seeing all kinds of last-minute gifts rolling in. It's already clear we've struck a chord in the community. So between our local business partners and listeners like you, we've raised over twenty-one grand for the Salvation Army, ensuring they can continue to meet the needs of our neighbors through their food shelf, emergency shelter, and rent assistance programs. Addiction dependency services. By the way, it was such a fascinating broadcast. Uh, Thursday night, meeting some of the people who've changed their lives via Salvation Army Services. Uh, it's part of the 2021 Here to Help campaign, supported by Geritom Medical. By the way, if you hold out too long, you can still donate and help a neighbor in need. Click Here to Help at am1280thepatriot.com. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Uh, before the break, we were talking with uh, meteorologist Tom in St. Paul, uh, commenting on climate change and on the fact that over the past, I believe you mentioned a term of something like 130-plus years, 140-plus right. years, the trend line for precipitation has gone up. Now, Tom, I, I grew up in a very agriculture area. I grew up in rural North Dakota. And right. there was a there was a, a a saw basically a farmer's saying that goes back to time immemorial that 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 droughts uh, that water comes and goes in a seven year cycle that you and really a cycle of these cycles. Uh, can, can you comment on on any any nature of how 
weather, climate uh, patterns that, that you see in looking over the weather over time here in the Twin Cities in Minnesota? Well, I mean, it's, you know, it's, you look at the scatter plot or you look at the annual precipitation, you know, and it, it's, it can vary by 10 inches easily in a year, year right. over year. And that's a lot of precipitation. So, uh, it, you know, it, it varies wildly uh, over time. Our, our, our least amount of precipitation we have ever had in the Twin Cities was in 1910, and we had about 11 inches on the whole year. Currently, wow. we're at about currently we're at about 12 and three quarters uh, for the year to date right now. So we're already two inches over our all-time driest year ever, uh, and we got almost six months to go. Just out of personal um, curiosity, what was 1936 like in Minnesota? Do you have that in front of you? Uh, yeah, I, I do. Uh, I was just looking at 36. 1936 was, an, you thought it would be like our all-time driest year in the Twin Cities, but it really wasn't. Just to stand by here, I've got it right here. Okay, so 1936. We had 18 inches, 18.47 that summer. That was the or depth the, of the that, that was the depth of the dust bowl. It was an incredibly hot, dry year uh, where my dad was born that 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 summer. Just curious about that. That was yeah. almost twice as wet as 1910. <laughs> right, almost. And uh, either side of the, that year, though, uh, 1935, we had 27 and a half. 1937, wow. we had 22.59. And leading up to that Dust Bowl 1936, our, you know, that's when we did record our hottest and, uh, ironically enough, our coldest all-time temperatures here in the Twin City that one year. Oh, yeah. We, went through, we had our all-time record low of 34 below and our all-time record high of 108 above in that single year. Oh, yeah. Um, and that was well before the Industrial Revolution was really kicking in. So, you know, uh, you know it's data – you know, it's weather is a random chaotic uh, realm. You know, it 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 can pour down in Rochester all summer long, and they get surplus. And up in the Twin Cities, they all miss us, and we get a deficit. Yep. You know, for for just short short uh, distances, uh, you can have extreme differences in in precipitation. So, uh, yeah, the Twin Cities we're having a dry summer here, um, but we're just coming off. Uh, uh, four of our all-time <laughs> rainiest or wettest <laughs> years, uh, and and they're blaming that on climate change. Uh, so what is it? You know, yeah, and, and that, that that that's what I want to get up to here, Tom. And I have to move along at some point here, but it, it we're at a point, at least outside the scientific community, where everything is evidence of climate change. Every, everything that happens is, is evidence. And of course, if everything is evidence, then really nothing is evidence. How do you, how do you respond as a meteorologist? You, you must certainly get the same sort of questions that doctors oh, yeah. get. Uh, what, what, how, how do you respond to people who, who want to talk to you, uh, climate change to you? Well, 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 you know, it was, it, it started off as global warming. It was getting warmer. And then uh, we had that flat period of temperature globally uh, from the early 2000s to the early uh, 2010s yep. uh, it went flat uh, and so we had you know 12 years of, of nothing really going on so they decided to switch up the name a bit and went with climate change and just so anything extreme that happens climatologically weather-wise uh, you know you know weather is just the summation of our climate is just the sum of all weather right at any right. given area so um, you know they'll take weather events that last for a few months 
and just say, oh, yep, there it is. There's the signal. And then, you know, four, two months after that, you get, a, you know, get three inches of rain in a 24-hour period. Oh, I guess uh, now it's uh, going the other way. So it's, it's, it's just that they latch on to any extreme that is occurring, and the planet, let me let you know, is made up of extreme weather yes. worldwide all the time. It's just that we never saw it all as much as we can see it today with uh, 24-7 news and cameras everywhere and people everywhere, storm chasers everywhere. You know, so we see this and we get fed it. If you get fed it day after day and repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, just it gets into your mind. Oh, God, it's bad out there. It's horrible. It's never been this bad. When in reality, it's just going through its large phases that it always does. You know, Tom, With this has been friend. a fantastic phone call, and I thank you for calling. I, I, I Feel free to do it again sometime when the subject comes up. I, I think that a part of the, the problem here is that we have a metro area full of people who, and I don't mean to sound like too much of a curmudgeon here, but have never really been connected with the land around them. And, I, and that you may run a garden, you may even participate in your community garden, but you've never really been around people whose livelihood is completely connected to, to getting things to actually grow in the earth. Without wanting to sound too, uh, too literary here, the, and until you've been around that for a while, you, you don't really realize how, I'm not even going to say it's cyclical, but it's a part of what nature throws at you. I mean, first of all, the notion that Mother Nature is a kindly mother that is out looking out for your well-being is can only come from someone who's never had to bet their life or livelihood on it. Mother Nature is a is a early 18th century romantic notion that is not borne out by any contact with you know nature itself. Nature is not a doting maternal mother. Nature is. Uh, is a Tasmanian devil trying to disembowel you is what nature is. Now, I'm being a little dramatic here, but on the other hand, droughts are part of what nature throws at you. And as Tom pointed out, we're already, uh, this, this, this year's drought isn't so far even as bad as some of the, some of the doozies that are out there. It, it, it is, uh, I'm, I'm a little astounded to hear 1910 was that much worse than uh, 1936, the depth of the Dust Bowl, by a deficit of almost 50%. And that's, by the way, coming in with rain, roughly about a third of the norm. And that the normal rain has been going up. Again, if everything is evidence of climate change, then nothing is evidence of climate change. I thank you for your call, Tom. 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join us. Uh, so by the way, and, and this is one of those things that I, I say, I, if I will start taking your crisis seriously, when you start acting like it is in fact a serious crisis. Now, this is an example of Berg's seventh law, uh, climate change, Wahhabists, zealots, fundamentalists flying around the world in private jets. You have more examples of this. For example, you have uh, mayors of large blue cities dunking on the police uh, while simultaneously spending heavily on personal security. We we pointed this out, gosh, almost a year ago in Minneapolis in the wake of the riots. Uh, the city of Minneapolis's government, uh, many of its city council officials were even as they were not only calling for the radical restructuring of the Minneapolis Police Department, but also declaring, as Lisa Bender did in as many words, that expecting public safety is a privilege. 
We found out that the city of Minneapolis was spending a lot of money on private security for those same city council members, for Lisa Bender, for Philippe Cunningham, for uh, who was the other one? Three of them, at any rate. And this, this security was coming into about, when I said a lot of money, $4,000 a day. And it's not just Minneapolis. Democratic mayors in 20 of the nation's 25 biggest cities slashed police department budgets and positions, even as they spent millions of tax dollars on their own personal security details, according to data uh, obtained by a government watchdog organization. Uh, the uh, Adam Andrieski, CEO of Open the Books, uh, which we will call OTB henceforth, said in a statement announcing the data, in 25 major American cities, officials have proposed cutting, or in 20 cases, actually already cut police budgets. But what OTB.com auditors found was that the mayors and city officials still enjoy personal protection of a dedicated police detail costing millions of taxpayer dollars. This is the police protection for me, if you're a political elite, but not for thee, if you're a citizen, uh, Andreeski said. So... I guess that it's fair to say that that Lisa Bender was right. Public safety is a privilege. A privilege that she gets. And that you, if you are a city of Minneapolis taxpayer, who might have expected that, quote, privilege, end quote, as something that would come from paying, you know, ridiculous taxes to the city of Minneapolis might be able to, to expect. No, 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 no. You have to have the deluxe level of privilege to be a member of the DFL political class, or really the Democrat political class in every city. By the way, uh, in San Francisco, the cost for the security deal protecting Mary, Mayor London Breed and other city officials spiraled upwards from $1.7 million six years ago to $2.6 million last year. Now, granted, this is San Francisco where everything is expensive, but uh, Breed has proposed shifting $120 million from the city's police department to mental health and workforce training programs. City officials declined to say how many officers are assigned uh, to the security details for Mayor Breed and the rest of the elites in the city of San Francisco. Lori Lightfoot, same deal. Complained to be opposed to defunding the police, but uh, has quietly abolished 400 police department positions in the past year. And yet uh, the cost of private security or police department dedicated security for Lori Lightfoot just keeps going up. And yet they accuse us of not caring. This is Berg's seventh law. Completely in action here, ladies and gentlemen. 651 289 4488. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Uh, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us at radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to The Patriot on the free radio.com app. 
Hi, break time? I know you. I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. It seems like you take care of yourself. I do. I play tennis. I try to eat well. What about screening for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. Colon cancer is more treatable when it's caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and is used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit requestcologuard.com. I'm on it. Excellent. You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis, and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager, and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. You've been lied to. Lied to by corrupt Washington politicians and the Wall Street propaganda machine. Hi, I'm Inc. Magazine bestselling author Brett Kitchen, and I want to give you a free copy of my brand new book, Wealth Beyond Wall Street, because we all know another market crash could be right around the corner. After losing 35% in my IRA in the crash years ago, I said enough, and since then I discovered a way to grow money potentially double digits, reduce taxes dramatically, and also have my money protected when the next stock market crash hits. When the next market crash hits, you lose nothing. Call Wealth Beyond Wall Street now to get your free copy and talk with a specialist to discover this little-known strategy to get potential double-digit growth during good years and never lose when the next stock market crash hits, all while building a tax-advantaged retirement. Call 800-940-4242 to discover this asset that people like Walt Disney and JCPenney use to grow wealthy. Plus, get one of just 97 free books left. We even cover shipping and handling, no credit card required. Call 800-940-4242. That's 1-800-940-4242. 1-800-940-4242. Want to enroll your child in Christian school this fall for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com is joined with area private schools to offer half-off tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. I should point this out. In the the latest in a long line of sports teams that have had to change their names after some degree of outcry, either real and organic or, well, astroturf and led by white progressives, has been the former Cleveland Indians with the Washington football team, as they are currently universally known, following suit sometime in the next NFL season. Uh, The Cleveland team, formerly the Indians, have changed their name to the Cleveland Guardians, and I have to view that as the equivalent of of a team looking at a a, a high-hanging curveball sliding by when they had the opportunity to change the team's name to... It's right there in front of you. A slow change-up right in front of you as you're swinging. You could have named that team after that classic Ian Hunter tune, which, by the way, 
was uh, redone in that version by the President of the United States, as the, uh, which is a band, by the way, one of the few fun grunge bands ever to come out of Seattle. I digress. The, the uh, opening theme of the Drew Carey Show, which, by the way, was one of the few great sitcoms ever set in Cleveland. And it's, of course, the home of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. One of few things of any note that Cleveland is known for these days, other than, I don't know, the Michael Stanley band. No, that was 40 years ago, too. I mean, you had it right there. The Cleveland Rocks. It would have been the best team name for a professional sports team in the history of American professional sports. You had it, and you lost it. 651-289-4488, the number to call. By the way, as I continue this hour's look at Berg's Seventh Law and its complete universality, I want to point something out here. Last year, about this time a year ago, the FBI pointed out that they had busted a plot to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Uh, This, by the way, which brought out much clucking from Big Left on how this is further symptoms of the wave of white supremacist terror that was going to dwarf 9-11 and sweep this country like a tsunami of horror. And, by the way, something they've been warning us about since, I don't know, ever since Barack Obama became president. Notwithstanding the fact that the number of people in white supremacist, you know, groups has been dropping by an order of magnitude roughly every generation. And that their only real relevance was the media coverage they were given when Donald Trump became president when they were needed as something to scare people into compliance. Last year when that came out, I, by the way, when the the arrests happened, I predicted in as many words, quote, I bet a shiny new quarter, this is a setup by the feds. And my quarter is looking pretty darn safe. And I quote uh, this article that came out uh, by Jazz Shaw on Hot Air this past week. The explosives expert involved was an undercover FBI agent. He was the one who figured out where to plant the bomb to blow up a bridge in rural Michigan to serve as a, uh, as, as a roadblock to kidnap the governor and offered to obtain as much as the group wanted. Would it have even been a plan to blow up the bridge without the FBI agent undercover? The Iraq War veteran is heard barking at the other members about not hanging around unless they were, quote, down with the thought of kidnapping. It almost sounds, says Jazz Shaw, as if he had to talk some of them into it. A government informant from Wisconsin was the person who traveled around the country and introduced various militia members to each other, sometimes paying their travel costs. Many of the eventual members had never met each other before they were brought together by the FBI informant. There were fully a dozen informants and undercover agents involved in every step of the way of this plot. When you put all that together, you are forced to consider the question that BuzzFeed, of all people, is asking. Without all these agents and government informants holding people's hands and guiding their steps towards a white supremacist conspiracy to kidnap Governor Whitmer, would there have even been a conspiracy? The defendants are saying no. They claim that the whole idea of kidnapping Whitmer never rose above the level of fantasy, although they freely admit going to paramilitary training sessions together and engaging in anti-government conversations and online chats, i.e., First Amendment protected activity. Here's my two cents worth and my further prediction. The establishment wants to deliver on that wave of white supremacist terror they've been promised since uh, 2009. 
They're so eager to deliver on that promise, they are willing to create it from scratch, as it appears they very nearly did with the kidnap plot, a.k.a. shake and bake. Uh, Daniel in Invergrove Heights, uh, you've got about a minute. Go for it. Thank you, Mitch. Um, actually, what I what I already did was I sent you a copy of an email I sent to Mayor Fry at Shot in the Dark, and it, it, it went through. Um, basically, uh, I think it's wrong to have this ballot, this petition amendment on the ballot to, uh, uh, you know. Radically restructure law enforcement in Minneapolis. Yeah, we're going to talk about that hopefully second hour here. You're absolutely right. Carry on. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just really curious to get your feedback about the letter I, I sent it to Mayor Fry, and I want to share it with the sheriff of Hennepin. I already shared it with the sheriff of Hennepin County via email, and the sheriff of Ramsey County via email, um, because I, I, I'm, I'm extremely concerned about this. I think we're moving into anarchy here. Take uh, ten seconds and give us the gist of your letter. I haven't gotten it yet, but I will. Uh, I will go get it here. Uh, Want to get a moment? Go right ahead. Well, basically, sure. The gist of it is uh, first of all. First of all. Um, we already have a round wheel when it comes to uh, police. I mean, why, let's not reinvent the wheel. It's already working, Yep. basically. I mean, that's number one. And number two is, uh, as best I can tell, uh, basically we've got a, a, a fully functional uh, uh, car, if you will, a Lincoln Continental, or however you want to describe the car that is the police department. And they're not they're not providing us with an alternative vehicle, just a, I, just a pipe dream and a wish. Just about out of time here, Daniel. I will look for that letter when I get a moment here. Thanks for your call. It's, uh, it's a subject I wrote about this past week, as it seems the city of Minneapolis wants to change the police department, but it has no idea to what at this point. There's really, uh, they, they said, we're going to change it, but there really is no plan. And really the plan, uh, there's evidence that a good chunk of the plan is to, well, badger property owners into doing a lot of the work for them. Oh, oh, you're going to taunt us now, city of Cleveland. Yes, yes, you could have been the Cleveland Rocks, but no. Another hour to go. Go nowhere. I'll be right back on the Northern Alliance AM 1280, The Patriot. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Right today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. Oh, 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 yeah. 
I should have done it sooner. That's a comment heard often from satisfied patients at INeedMoreHair.com. Dennis Prager here. If you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what they're doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. You'll be under the care of some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in the country. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including notable Hollywood personalities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. Their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed in writing and their prices are the best in the business. If you have hair loss, don't put this off another day. Contact INeedMoreHair.com at their office in Egan for your free consultation. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at INeedMoreHair.com. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Smith I'm Staff Sergeant Alex I'm Staff Keeley. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I am proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as Reserve Citizen Airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And of I'm proud to serve in the United and States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. Happy. Happy. Happy 20th.